Hey there, friend. Chances are, if you're listening to the Inventory Genius podcast, it's because, well, you really want to become an inventory genius. If that's you, then let's stop just listening. Let's stop just collecting information. Let's start doing. I want to invite you to grab your copy of the Inventory Genius book. I wrote this book with you in mind. It delivers bite-sized actionable steps that will help you use your inventory to create more profit and keep more cash in your business. This is a really easy to read book. In fact, I designed it specifically for the busy inventory-based business owner. It only takes about two hours to make your way through and you're gonna leave with practical bite-sized steps so you can start implementing the principles of the Inventory Genius Method immediately. Head on over to sierrastockland.com where you can grab your ebook, your audible version, or the printed copy. Enjoy. Hey friend, welcome to the Inventory Genius Podcast, where we work together here to make you an inventory genius. We talk about profit, we talk about cash flow, and we definitely talk about your paycheck. Because at the end of the day, it's all related to your inventory. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Inventory Genius Podcast. I am your host, Sierra, and today is going to be a very fun interview because I am handing over the mic. I mean, I still am going to have the mic, but I'm not going to be in control of the mic. Um, today, my really good friend, Claudine, is here. We have chatted with one another on her podcast, my podcast. She's so much fun, and she asked if she could jump on and just interview me and talk to me about something, a project that I worked on earlier this year. And so I'm going to let her introduce herself and then she's going to take over the the helm of the ship. Hello. How are you? I'm good, Sierra. Thank you so much for allowing me to do this. You're such a good sport. And uh, as you know, I'm kind of a project hog, especially when it comes to interviewing. So yes, this is um, going to be good. Yes. I'm very excited. So I have a, I have a podcast called Get Your Book Seen and Sold. And I like to help authors to get their books seen and sold, just, you know, branding. And um, I love to talk to authors who decided to self-publish and and that whole process. And we had interviewed a little while back about your book that came out, uh, Inventory Genius. And we've actually interviewed a couple of times. So yeah. I'm sure your audience already knows what a... a businesswoman you are and how you like to take on new projects. Nothing scares you, obviously. And um, with Inventory Genius, that was a book that is really helpful to retail owners. And I was hoping and very powerful. It's 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 not um it's not a huge book. It's a very it's a very powerful book that really helps to get to the heart of how you can turn your business around. So I was hoping that we could talk a little bit about why you decided that you needed the book out there and mm. how you decided to self-publish. Okay. Let's talk about it. I love it. So, so talk to me. So, so why, why did you feel the need to write the book? And, and, and it yeah. really aligned with what you were doing as a business owner? Yeah. So, um, you know, I've always wanted to write a book. I don't know why. I think I just felt like it should be a bucket list item, like forever. I thought, you know what, I'm going to write a book. Uh, my son, who I'm going to connect him with you. He's written two books. He just published his second novel. It came out this week, actually. Yeah. So you need to talk to Harrison. He's 20 years old. Nice. He's self-published two books. So last year, um, 
as he was getting ready to publish his first, I said, you know, Harrison, I think I'm ready to write my book. I'm going to start when we're on Christmas vacation. And he said, mom, if you have a book to write, you need to start now. Don't wait. Don't put it off. You just start writing. And so I did. Um, so I'd always wanted to write a book. I finally knew what I wanted to write about last year. Mm. Um, after working with hundreds and hundreds of inventory-based business owners, hearing the same questions over and over, helping them through my coaching and consulting to really find financial re uh, freedom, peace of mind, profitability. I thought, what if I could take this framework that I use with every single client, no matter their size, no matter their time in business, if I could take that framework, write it about it in a book format, intersperse my crazy story with their amazing stories, I think I could help so many more people. Because I just, I, my, my schedule is very limited. I can only coach and consult so many people, right? But a book opens up that knowledge for really anyone, anywhere. So that's why I decided to go after it. So the book was published last year? Feb February of this year. I started writing it last year. Yeah. So February, 2023 is when it was published. Amazing. Okay. And then how long did it take you from inception of idea to finish writing the book? Would you yeah, say? Yeah. So... Um, so I followed my son Harrison's method of he's very, very um, disciplined when it comes to his writing. And so I followed that method of every day I'm going to write. So in the morning, um, I do my devotions, have my quiet time, have my three cups of coffee. Um, and then I would just write. I would write a little bit, try to write a chapter, try to write, you know, some words, whatever that would look like. Um, because once I started, then I wanted to just finish it. Like, I don't want to drag this on. I want to get it done. So I would say I started probably October, finished writing it early January is when I sent it to the editor for the first time. Wow. And then you published in February. I did. Yes. So I had an amazing editor. Um, she was very like punctual and it is a smaller book. So that's nice too. Um, and I read a lot. So I think I knew the voice that I wanted in the book. So she didn't have to do a lot of that kind of editing. It was more the grammar, the spelling, you know, formatting, things like that. So the editing job wasn't really burdensome for her and she just did a great job. So we went through three different edits and then we published the very end of February. Gotcha. So we, we talk a lot on my show about distribution and how important that is when you've decided that you want to publish a book. So can you speak to that a little bit and, and what you used in getting your book, uh, Inventory Genius, out into the world? Yes. Yeah, so I self-published, like you mentioned, um, which I, that's just my style. I just wanted to be in control of it. Um, it's a smaller project and I have a really great customer base and a good list. I've been teaching coaching. I have a free Facebook group where I have thousands of members. So I've been delivering content for many years. Um, and I have a great list that I knew would be interested in having that condensed content, that condensed framework, um, which I know a lot of authors don't have that, right? So they publish their book and then they have to build their list. I already had a bit of a list. And so when I decided to distribute, um, we just built up that anticipation through my email list and my Facebook group and Instagram reels and things like that. And then I launched it and had a great grand opening, if you will. Um, and now it's just a resource that I talk to everybody about. It's just a simple, simple way for people to connect with me. Like just get a copy of the book. Yes. Yes. And a lot of people don't really think about the fact that when they write a book, it's helping with their expertness, right? Yes. It's something that they can add to their platform. 
in terms yeah. of what they offer. So is it something that you hand out to uh, customers when you take on a new client? Yeah. So I found a lot of the clients I take on have read the book and that's actually how they find me. So a lot of people find me now through the book or the podcast or both, you know, they're kind of interchangeable. Um, but I take copies with me. I travel a lot. If I go into a boutique or an inventory-based business or a salon, I'll hand out a book to someone and say, Hey, I'd love to just give you a copy of this. Um, audible version is available. And oftentimes I'll use that as a promo. If I'm speaking, I'll let everyone in the audience know that they can get a free copy of the audible version. Um, so I use the book really as a marketing tool, which I'm guessing is what you teach, right? Like don't use the book as the product you're going to make millions from use the book as a way to get your message out to everybody as a great marketing resource. Absolutely. And especially as a uh, nonfiction book. Right. And I'm wondering if there was, was there anything that you found uh, specific to writing a business book versus another type of book? Yeah, I think, um, you know, writing a business book and interweaving your story or antidotes into it really helps businesses, even if they aren't specific. So I had a retail business. I also did wholesale distribution. Um, most of the people picking up the book would probably be a retail store of some sort, but a business owner that even doesn't sell inventory because there's antidotes and there's business, my business story woven in really becomes a tool that they can pick some gems out of and they can use. And I think that's, what's so interesting with a business book versus maybe a novel or something like that. Um, it can become a resource guide. I want the inventory genius book to be a household name. So if you own a small business and someone says, oh, you know, I just, I'm making all these sales, but I don't know where the money, oh, have you read the inventory genius? That really helped me. You know, I want it to be a name that just rolls off the tongue um, of anyone who's a small business owner, specifically inventory based. And I think that's the the beauty of writing a business book. Right. And And going back to the other businesses that you've been a part of, can you tell us the story of how you kind of would have liked to have your book back then <laughs> yes and, and yes. your issue you know how how you came to realize that this is an issue that's that, that wasn't just yours that other people needed help with this as well your own story oh yeah I'm so glad you asked that because I think as small business owners there's so many times and there was for me for sure where I just said I'm willing to do the work I just don't know what work to do and I start the book by telling that story about myself and about a client who worked, you know, talking about Jackie's story in the first chapter, she worked really hard. She's not lazy. Like there was nothing wrong with her work ethic. She just didn't know what the right work was. And so I wish I would have had a simple guide like this where I could say, okay, here's my problem. I'm going to, you know, pull my inventory genius book off the shelf, look at chapter three, read that again. Oh, that's right. That's what I should be focusing on. That's the right work to do in this circumstance. Um, and so that's what I really tried to do with the inventory genius to take my framework and condense it in an easy to read format where people can say, oh, I'm going to go back to chapter six and reread that my balance sheet. I'm really struggling or I still don't quite understand the open to buy. I'm going to look at chapter three again. And it's almost a resource guide that's very easy to read. So it's not a technical journal. I'm not technical by any means. I'm not scientific by any means. I want it to be a simple guide because that's what I would have liked to have. Absolutely. And it and it helped you. Um, you worked in the retail business for a very long time. Do, do you miss it? 
No, not really. No, I miss aspects of it less and less now as I'm farther removed, right? Because as you get into other areas of business um, in your life, I think you just grow a passion for wherever you're at. I absolutely love what I do helping people. Someone asked me recently, would you ever open a store? Or I said, I don't want to ever touch inventory again. I will help <laughs> other people touch it well. <laughs> I do not want to have my own inventory. I am past that stage of life. Um, so I don't miss it, but I miss aspects of it. I'm very thankful for what it taught me. I'm thankful for the opportunity I had to be around so many amazing people as customers um, and just for the richness it gave to my life. But I'm very happy with the chapter I'm in. That's great. So in terms of your business, uh, what do you offer uh, potential clients and how do, how would they get started with you? What, what does the process look like? Yeah. So I am a profit strategist for inventory-based business owners. And what that really means is I help people sell inventory, use that inventory to create more profit, and more importantly, keep more cash in their business. So, you know, a lot of my clients have very high volume. They have been in business for many years. Maybe they're second generation. They're buying it from their parents. They're taking it over. Maybe they have multiple locations. They're smart business people. But in this day and age, more than ever, business is very expensive to run. And if we aren't intentional, that money that comes in will just as easily flow out. And I want to help people use that inventory that they have to be as smart as possible in how they manage their cash flow. And so that's what I really do. We dig into the numbers. We take a look at where they're missing profitability opportunity, where I can help, where there's some holes, where there's gaps. Sometimes it flows into things like the way that we set up the team or, you know, there's other aspects to business that come in, not just inventory, but it's all related in the numbers. And so that's what we do. We just dive in and we look for that profit. That's great. Is there any, any time that you come across a client when you're looking at the, their information and you just can't figure out what's wrong? No, <laughs> no, I know that. I know I that sounds that. Honesty. Like, Honesty. No, you know, because here's what's interesting. I mean, I'm sure you find this as you're helping authors. The problem might present itself in a different way. It might have a different packaging, but there's only a select amount of problems in every industry, right? So when it comes to financials, when it comes to okay, I have a lot of sales, but I can't keep my cash, or I don't know what's happening with my profit, or there's only a few reasons for that. And so I can dive in very quickly. I can look at a massive mess of numbers. You know, maybe financials haven't been done properly. Maybe we don't have any finance. Maybe I just took on a new client. None of their inventory has ever been entered. Doesn't bother me. We'll figure it out. So I'm able to go in, quickly digest. I have no emotional attachment, which really helps, right? And we can nail down what that problem is. And then we can go to work. That's amazing. And I remember from the book and the details in the book, the examples that you use are uh, simple. So anyone can understand them. And one of the things that you address there is the uh, profit and loss statement, the income statement, and that, you know, it doesn't really matter how great your sales are. What really matters is where your profit is. Yes, that is something I just love to help owners understand. We are in a world where we want to chase what everyone sees and what do they see volume of sales. I want to be a seven figure business owner. I want a million dollar business. I want multiple locations. The neighbor has it, the lady down the street, the business owner on Instagram. And so we chase top line revenue. I want people to chase profit. I don't care if you make $1.5 million. If you don't take a paycheck, what does that matter? I'd rather have you be a million dollar business or a half a million dollar business and say, I take a consistent paycheck. I have no debt. I provide for my family. I don't work 
weekends. That's what profit does for us. And so we talk a lot about that in all of my circles. How can we chase profitability instead of gross revenue? Absolutely. So someone who's listening, who, who wants to get started down this road with you, uh, and again, your listeners are already listening to you. They love you. Uh, but for specifically for this service, how would they get started? I think the best way would be to jump over to the website, sierrastockland.com. If you're not ready to sign up for a commitment of coaching consulting, I have so many free resources. I mean, if you go to my resources page on my website, it's all categorized. Do you want to learn about cost of goods sold? Do you want to learn about profitability? Do you want to learn about financials? So look for those articles, look for those podcast episodes. If you're like, you know what, Sierra, I've done that and enough's enough. I am ready to just do the work, the right work. Then you're going to want to sign up for my wait list, which you can also do on the website. My mastermind is quite often full, but when a spot opens up, I just go down the line on that wait list and um, jump, you know, let that next person jump into the group where we can do coaching and consulting. So there's free resources. And then of course, jump onto the wait list. And when that spot opens up in my program, I will be reaching out. And you never get tired. Of the I don't. Subject. I love it. You know, I this is just, I love it. Even last week, there were so many times where I had coaching calls. I do a lot of my calls on Tuesday. So I back to back all these people. Everyone has inventory. But aside from that, they're all different. Everything else is different. I went from talking to one lady who I've worked with for a while who had just found out a, about a diagnosis that's really scary. Like this is a personal conversation we have, but her business is intertwined in that, right? Yep. I talked to someone who had just made a million dollars and we celebrated that together because I will never be jealous of you. You can share all your financial wins with me. We talked to someone else who is really struggling and they're so overwhelmed with the debt and we problem solved that out. Every client for me is so different even though the solutions might look very similar. And so I just never grow tired. I love what I get to do. I'm very blessed with what I get to do. Wow. They're very lucky to have you. And I, I know you have a breadth, breadth, I have trouble with this word breath, but bread, breadth. I want to get that D in there, that the breadth the of breath. experience <laughs> yeah. with, with business. And it's, you know, obviously you ran a business. You, you, now you've written a book. The, one of the threads that runs through those things is promotion and marketing. And I'm wondering if you could share you know, how you did with marketing your book, because last we talked, we, you said you wanted to go a little old school, like you want instead yeah. of all the bright, shiny toys of Facebook ads and Amazon ads and all the stuff that you can do, you wanted to do more of a um, one-to-one. And, and I'm wondering how that worked for you. Yeah. So still in the experiment, we have a month left in 2023 and I think it's gone phenomenally well. I, I am old school. I also like to challenge myself. I really like to challenge the norms in anything. I love being a disruptor. And so I said, you know, you and I were talking, how are you going to get the book out there? And I just, I'm just going to tell people. <laughs> I, I just think we underestimate just telling people and asking them, right? I have a book. I know it would help. It's $9.99. Would you like to buy it? Right? Like yes. just tell and ask. Um, my wait list is full. My client roster is full. I know I'm helping people. I think the right people that are, are supposed to read it are reading it. Um, so I'm not, I don't regret my decision at all. I don't know what I'm going to do for next year because I would love to make sure everybody sees it, but I really like the relationship marketing speaking. I'll be speaking at a couple of big conferences next year. So of course I'll talk about the book. 
And then if it's, if you have a good book, people share that, right? How often are you told by friends, you need to read this book? Yes. And so I think producing a quality piece of content will market itself. Mm-hmm. I put a lot of time and thought into the book. I think it's very easy to read. It's a short read, like two hours. You can read the whole thing. You're going to get practical steps from it. There's no fluff in it. So I think people will market it for me. You know, that's yes. my hope. What yeah, do you, you think? Up, Tell me well, what you no, think. No, I agree. No, I completely agree. And I think you, and the other thing about your book is that it's like my book in that it's a, it's a very niche subject. Yes. So how do you find those people? And you're already in the world when you're, when you're producing a nonfiction book, a business book, there are specific people who are looking for that help. So the book for you is in it, you know, in, in addition to what you offer as a business owner, and it helps to add to what you're already offering. Um, yeah. It might not be the end in and of itself, but you still want to get it out there and, um, you're bringing up the point that you really, it never ends. And that's something that we don't really talk about with nonfiction books, with book marketing. You, you don't know what's going to come up in the world. That's going to make your book, which may be out there for five years. Oh oh, oh my gosh. It's so relevant right now. Yeah. So you're always going to be promoting. You're always going to be marketing the book and you just, you stick with it because you just never know when it's going to be you know, the most important thing going right now. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, um, there's always small businesses opening. There's always people pivoting now more than ever. People want to keep on to keep more of their money, right? It's important because business is hard that we're as good of a financial steward as we possibly can be. There's limitless. I mean, and I sell books you know, overseas too. So the Kindle version or the Audible version, I mean, there's business owners all over the world. There's just lots of people. I have not tapped into even, you know, the tip of all of the people that I could serve with the book. So I think exactly what you said, if you have a business book, it's just, they're timeless if they're written well and a relevant subject. Absolutely. And people want to be happy too. You know, they want to be happy in their careers. They want to be happy in their personal life. And if you can provide a resource that allows them to, to do that, um, it's, it's always going to sell well. And speaking of uh, what, what's making you happy these days, what, what, yeah. what's, what's Sierra doing on the uh, outside? of? Oh business? yeah. So many exciting things. It's been an awesome year. Um, Iron Man has been a big focus for me. So uh, we competed a couple times. I did a full Iron Man in April and then another 70.3 in the middle of the year. And at that 70.3, my daughter and I both qualified. She's 18. She also qualified in Coeur d'Alene for the World Championships, Iron Man World Championships in October. Wow. And so me as a 45-year-old lady and my daughter, 18 years old, um, both competed at the world championships, which honestly was so cool because this was the first year it's been an all female race. So it's always been mixed before. And this year it's all female. So the first only women event world championships in Kona, my daughter and I were able to race together. So that was pretty amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you, how did you do? I did really well. I had such a great day. So did Isabella. Um, I just kept thinking, you know, so I, you start with a two mile, 2.4 mile swim in the ocean, which I was a little like, okay, I don't know, you know, but challenge yourself, you do it. That went really well, was very happy with my time. 
And then when I got out on the bike, I just told myself, this is the day of celebrating the work that I've put in. Yes, I want to do well. I had a time goal in mind, um, which I came close to, but to it was more for me about enjoying the day. I didn't, you know, like when you get married, <laughs> you know, we tell young, I tell the young brides this all the time, don't speed through that day and like, try to take it in, try to remember what's going on. The same thing for me during the world championships. Like I just tried to keep looking around. I'm in Hawaii. I'm at an wow. epic race. At one point I was passing a lot of other bike riders on the road. And I thought, Sierra, this is amazing. You are strong enough Yes. To be in the crowd with these women, you yep. deserve a spot here. Look at this. This is amazing. So it was just a great day. And I think a lot of that was because of the attitude. Bella did the same thing. We just went in with an attitude of gratefulness to be there, to be there together, um, to be at that epic place. So it was pretty phenomenal. It was good. That's awesome. We were, we yeah. were quite sore after, but it was very good. <laughs> I'll bet. I'll bet. Yeah. yeah. And just like you say, you, that your bodies, you know, yeah. can do this. It's a, it yes. really is an amazing thing. Yes. Good for so you. Good. Now, would you like to do it again? So this coming year, we're going to focus on the half Ironman distance. Isabella qualified for um, worlds in Spain with the USAT team. So she'll be going for the Olympic distance in the fall. And so because of that, we're both going to train at shorter distances. So Olympics and 70.3s. And then our goal would be that we both qualify for Ironman, half Ironman 70.3 in New Zealand next December. So she's going to Spain regardless. I'll be a spectator there. Um, but hopefully we can both qualify and do another world championship together next year. Amazing. That is so great. Good for you. Thanks. And, and what's next cool. on the, um, do you have another book in you? I do. So I've started a couple actually. So this is an interesting, um, I love your perspective as someone who really helps authors. I have a couple ideas for the next book. One would be a business book that would go hand in hand with Inventory Genius. And one would be more of more of my story and a more holistic picture. So not just Sierra in business, but Sierra with Iron Man, Sierra in life, Sierra as a mom, like all of these lessons, resiliency, those kinds of things. Which book do you think I should go after next? Because I have them both started. What do you think? Would wow, she's got them both started. Yeah. Well, oh, that's tough because they're two completely different I know, genres. I know. Oh, Gosh, I, I, I wonder if there's a way for you to combine the two, because I like the idea of the personal stories with the lessons that you're trying to share and what you're trying yeah. to teach, but they are two different things. I would probably, I mean, the business side of me would say, do the second part of the inventory book first. Yeah. Finish and that. just weave a little bit more story into it. Yes. Yes. And then, and then do the other kind of as a, as a memoir you know? Yeah. And that might make sense from a marketing perspective too, because it'll build up more of a readership with the second business book. And then you have an even bigger list. So when you come up, come out with like, and here's my entire story. Yep. Okay. Well, you're the expert. Well, that's why I'm talking to you. Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would do. Plus I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, there's a, there's a part of it that's selfish in that inventory genius was, you said, I, I call it pithy and powerful. And if you have something else that's going to help business owners, yeah. especially because that's, you know, who you're serving right now. Wow. You know, get it out there because it's, yeah. it's, uh, we, we talked about this before in our other interviews, 
you're not selling something when you write a book. You're you're sharing something that the intended reader already desires and already yeah. wants to hear. So if you've got more good stuff, I would say, you know, get don't that hold out back. first. Yeah. Don't hold back. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. Exactly. Yeah. And that can only help the memoir yeah. book, you know, when you tell Absolutely. your story. Absolutely. Okay. Thank it's you. This plan. is so much fun. Thank you so much. Yeah. For thanks for doing me. this. I loved having you on here. So um, I know that there are people that are listening. You know, I work with so many business owners. Yes, I sell inventory, but they have an education side. They offer classes. They have unique skills that should be written about. What do they, can they work with you? Like how can people work with you to get their story out? Yeah. You know, to I, their audiences. I, I write a um, Substack newsletter called Get Your Book Seen and Sold. And that's at claudinewalk.substack.com and a podcast as well. Get okay. Your Book Seen and Sold. So the, the podcast is anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, but it is part of the Substack uh, newsletter. So you can sign up for my newsletter and get all kinds of free information about book marketing. And I really tend to narrow my focus to beginners because okay. I, my theory is if you want to write a book, if I get you from the beginning and and kind of introduce some basic marketing, book marketing concepts early, two things happen. Number one, you're not afraid to bookmark yeah. it, you know, after you write the whole book a lot of times and then, then they start bookmarking. They're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to start a whole new discipline. Yeah. You know, I'm done. So you're not scared, but you're all, and you're, you're ahead of the game because you're thinking about, I like to say book marketing starts as soon as you write, because you could be in an elevator sometime and somebody will say, oh, well, what do you do? And you're writing a book. Well, there's your first, that could be your first book buyer. Uh, yeah. Right? If you can, if you can take the time to narrow down what your book is about in five words, um, like for example, my book, get your book seen and sold. It's, I wrote a book to help authors to publish and market their book. How many words yeah. is that? Right. And then, then they know, yeah. um, and then that's your first sale perhaps. So you're, you know, as soon as you start writing, you can be marketing. Your book cover is marketing. Your back cover is marketing, you know, all that stuff. So it, it all, it all kind of works together. So I like to get them early, but I do, I do work with authors who have already gotten a book out there and they kind of want to reassess what they've been doing yeah. book marketing wise, but I do offer services. Um, my, my, um, website is claudinewalk.com and there's a services tab and you can see some of the things that I offer. What I like to do is kind of help an author decide what direction to go in. Yeah. So I don't know what to do. I have this book idea. You know, what what should I do? And then I send yes. them in the right direction and I show them all the great resources that have been vetted and the good ones out there. And I send them on their way. That's what I like I to do. It. I love it. So if any yeah. of you listening have a book in your mind, I know there are some of you. Um, in fact, I've talked to a couple of my current clients in my mastermind who said, I'm going to write a book. I just don't know when, or they feel insecure. Am I good enough? Am I, you know, you need to talk to Clooney. You just yeah, have there to. You go. So I'm going to put all your info in my show notes. Thank you. You'll be a great resource for my people. And then I want to read all your books. Like as you guys write your books, I love to read. Look behind me, all the books behind me. I yes. love to read. I love to recommend good books, match them with people. So please share your journeys with us too, because we would love to help you promote your books. So good. So good. All right. Well, thanks for jumping on and taking over the reins today. It was really fun to be asked the questions. I loved it. Thank you for having me, Sierra. Always great to see you and congratulations. Thank you. All right. We'll see you in 2024. Sounds good. Okay. I'll be there. All right, everyone. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Inventory Genius Podcast. And I just really enjoyed this conversation. Of course, if you don't have my book, now you have to go get it. Get a copy for someone. What a great gift to give another small business owner in your community. The Inventory Genius book. I would love for you to get that. You can get the Audible version. You can get the ebook version. Or, of course, a good old-fashioned print copy, which I would love to sign. Head on over to sierrastockland.com. I will see you over there. All right. Bye for now. Hey friend, thank you so much for tuning in today to the Inventory Genius Podcast. If there's something that you heard today on the podcast episode and you wanna dig deeper into becoming an inventory genius yourself, I wanna invite you to head on over to my website, sierrastockland.com, where I have multiple ways that you and I can work together on your inventory. I wanna help you with your profit, your cash flow, and your paycheck, because at the end of the day, it's all related to your inventory. So head on over to the website, connect with me, I'll work with you soon. See you then. Hey friend, sometimes you just need a little bit of a push or a shove to get you going. Sometimes you just need a couple tips and tricks and a few tools to get you well on your way. If that sounds like you, if you've been tuning into the Inventory Genius podcast and you are ready to take action and you just need a little push or a shove, then I want you to head on over to sierrastockland.com and sign up for the quick start. The quick start is a phenomenal way for you to get your feet wet when it comes to understanding your inventory, reading your financials, and building a profit plan for your inventory-based business. The quick start is simple and easy to use, several recorded videos with tools and systems, with spreadsheets and worksheets. I lay it out so that it's quick, easy, bite-sized, actionable steps. I want you to start in one place and I want you to finish in another. I want you to accomplish what you set out to accomplish when you sign up for the quick start. So head on over to sierrastockland.com. Check out the quick start money makeover. I think this is just the tool that you need to get you started.